It is Monday, May 18th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. Karen McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, Chad Catraboon. My attitude is going up a little bit because if you saw me about 120 seconds ago, this was not the smile you were seeing. This was uh, me cursing and screaming at our technology. But, guys, all right, we're back. Like you said, it's, you know, and thank you for trying to pick me up there. I was trying to, you know, get the get the wheels spinning for us here. But, you know, what? we're finally on. Look at this. And I also need to change the broadcasting handle. We do not have John Henry on, and today's not the 514 show. <laughs> hey it's uh it's manic it's a manic monday i believe there's a song about that right by the uh the bangles so we're, we're feeling it we're feeling it i'm really changing it to manic monday right now on our show love it or microphone mondays if we want to go back 120 seconds ago that's fine oh yeah you want know should we do that we could do both open, open mic you know what we should do open mic mondays there we go perfect changing it right now look at this live segment love it <laughs> There it is. Boom. Look at that. See it. Change it Beautiful. up. Beautiful. Look at that. Even one more. I even refreshed it one more time. Look at that. This is a live segment. All right. And we are off. So like I said, it is May 18th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk here in Chad Zach. All right. So great weekend. A lot of fun going on. Yeah. So uh, you know, guys, that uh the last dance, that was that was something. By the way, I, look, I put the wrong date on here. What did it do? I don't know what's wrong with me. Did anyone else catch that when they saw that? I think five fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I suck today. You just gotta I, I, hit the reset button, man. Hit the reset button. I almost like want to. I almost like want to stop. Like, well, I'm not gonna do. It. I almost like want to stop the stream and reset. This is like that. Like when you talk about those games where the coach like buries the tape, and like I couldn't stop sneezing. This entire show, my nose is gonna feel like it's running. So like that, that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, that just came on about you know like a grand total five minutes ago. So all right, this isn't about me. This is about the last dance, right? By the way, Chad, I love the jersey back there. A little Jimmer action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, part of the collection, so uh, you just got to throw it. We got to just change it up, you know? Every day we got a new jersey. Uh, eventually I'll run out and we'll have to redo or we'll have to reuse them. But, uh, hey, maybe I'll just keep on buying more. Yeah, see, I like that. Let's do that. We should, we should start doing like a Twitter poll or something. Like, what jersey is Chad going to have today? Yeah. <laughs> you you know? should. Yeah, dude, you should bring it to a vote. Like, do like the poll today. Every, like, once a week we do like you call it. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Oh, now we're talking. This is I was going to say we have to give everybody some options because if I just made it into a guessing game, that would just be incredibly, incredibly tough to know exactly what jerseys I have. True. Right. Oh yeah, but I, that'd be fun. We do a little yeah. yeah. And, and, and today's open mic Monday, so I'm, I'm going to blow my nose right here on the show. Like I, I can't stop. I, do you know what helps? Here's a little trick. What? Put your, put your tongue on the roof of your mouth. You feel a sneeze coming, just. Just really? For like a couple seconds, you'll be good. Promise. Okay. That actually helped yeah. a little bit. Don't all right. Do. Anyway, all right. I hate allergies. I it's oh, fine. I went to worst. my car and like the entire windshield was just like had this like yellow and green coating on it. I've been sneezing ever since I, you know, got Dude, out of the car. But I, I had red eyes all weekend. And you know, I don't know if you could still see them at all, but I looked like I was freaking possessed all weekend. So I, probably, <laughs> I had a mask on and I looked possessed. So people probably thought I was like some type of zombie or it was the apocalypse. But anyway. I love it. Well, to, let's, you know, before I jump ahead, I know, obviously, so we got a great show out for everyone. Uh, we got Last Dance chat, obviously. That's uh, some fun little segments. NFL teams are hopefully going to be bringing back, you know, some players and staff to their facilities. Um, and then we got some some fun stuff, you know, some timeless players. And we'll get to that in a little bit later. And also, <laughs> there was a team that you had to pick to not be a fan of. Who would it be? And we'll get into, like, the, the nitty-gritty and the details of that in a little bit. But – for starters, like we always do, why don't we when we start up a little clickbait cleanup? And uh, I'll tell you, let's go. Chad, you want to lead us off? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm actually 
my clickbait is not from uh, a reporter. Um, it is not from a news station. It is from one individual person this week, or I guess today, I shouldn't say this week, since we podcast three times a week. Um, Big Ben, okay? Sure. Um, if, if we all didn't uh, forget, uh, he had a beard about three or four inches longer than mine um, because he was not going to shave it until he was back throwing to his receivers, right? So today he, he posted a video of himself being back and getting a haircut and shaving off the beard and all that stuff. You want to know what the video included? included what? 15 yard slant. Included about a 20 yard. Like it was like an, I don't even, I don't even think it was a real route. Like the, the, the receiver kind of just like jogged up the side of the field for 20 yards. <laughs> it was like all of us going to like the high school, like and just kind of yeah. throwing routes to each other in the park. Exactly. So like, no, it, 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 Big Ben, you are not back. You are like forty years old, overweight, and you just threw like a couple slants to to some of your wide receivers today. So like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just that that is not going to qualify in my head as one of the top ten quarterbacks in the game being back. Right. Fair. Yeah, yeah. He might I mean, as well just go to the beach with his buddies and toss I, the pigskin. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny because actually, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I feel like when I hear Steelers, I actually think to myself, well, "Like, who's their quarterback?" You know, it's like, <laughs> but like, let's. I got a question for you. I was going to like make, try to make a point, but I think my question will. You guys can make. I'll make you make the point. I'll ask the question to get it out of you. Um, uh-huh. Who's going to have a better season this year, Philip Rivers or Ben Roethlisberger? Rivers. Bill, he had a pick. Yeah, Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, yeah. It's not close. Yeah, not even I think. Close. I just think in that offense, he's just going to be. He's going to have like the same kind of offense, like the same kind of offensive statistics he has every year. Except I think he has a better coaching staff now. So That's like, fair. like, I don't, I don't see how his offensive numbers are going to decline from what they usually are. I, I think they'll even increase. Um, and I just don't see like Ben coming back from this injury and being really anything close to what he used to. It's just, he's just way too old to keep getting over all these injuries. I know he reminds me of like an old MMA fighter, Zach, that's just going to get his ass kicked the last couple of fights before he eventually retires. You yeah. Know? Just, they just go down here, downhill rapidly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, hope not, I'm, you know, but Hey, up there, right, so- in the he- up there in the heavyweights, just like, you know, like wrestling each other. Rack'em, sock'em. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Zach, what about you? Yes, I'll stay in the uh, the NFL uh, arena. So the article or headline came out today that the Chargers considered Cam Newton, but they liked their own quarterback room better. I mean, huh. why are we? I, I get, I get it, but like, why are we honing in on the Chargers? Like, like you could say the same thing about the Dolphins. They drafted a quarterback too, first round. You could say the same about the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, they like their room better. You could say the same thing about the Redskins. You know, who arguably could have gone quarterback. The Bengals, even I don't know any team that needed a quarterback, you could say this for. So I don't know why they decided to choose the Chargers of all. Maybe because that was like the most apparent, like open position where they had Tyrod Taylor. They're like, okay, what are you gonna do about it? But they got their guy in Herbert, so it's kind of a move, you know, move point at this time. It's a. I, They're trying I, to fill the ESPN page online right now. It's it's a weird it's a weird flavor, right? Like yeah. just to phrase it that way, because I feel like. 
if they still signed him hypothetically, like here's, I, I guess my question to the chargers would be, how are you really any different than what the Browns did two years ago with Baker? And like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that might work. And it might, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, Tyrod always seems to be the guy everyone's like extremely optimistic about, but I'm like, what, how does any of those seasons when he's on there? And I'm not, this is not a shot really at him, but I'm more just saying like, how do those teams end up? Like, yeah. where, where are you in that world? Like, I don't know. I yeah, don't, I don't mean, like it. Yeah. I mean, well, basically like the chargers were just in a position where they knew they were going to draft a quarterback at six overall, you know, just like the dolphins at five, you know, Bengals at one, like, uh, I just don't know why they picked on the chargers necessarily. Like it's, it's kind of like, redundant of no matter what team you say it for it's just like a stupid point they're trying to make i think yeah what's well, a reach too like who cares that's it that's what i'm saying like who cares like, who yeah. cares yeah not me. trying to keep cam in the news you know but well that i mean it's pretty simple with him actually i'm glad you said it because like to that point he's he's the type of guy he's not signing anywhere he's pretty much all but said it if not has said it that he is gonna he wants to be a starter mm-hmm. right so think of it this way if he's not th- that that's gone at this point. So he's basically at this point waiting for whoever's going to be the quarterback that drops in training camp. Or maybe you look at a situation like that where you say, oh man, well, we thought we had two guys, but maybe we don't have any guys at all. So then you bring someone like that in. I just don't, I don't see it though. Yeah. That's the only way. I don't know. Chad, I'm fired up about my thing though. And you know it, you know, I, I, I almost got to do that whole little thing because I'm going to get on a soapbox for, uh, for this little, you know, little clickbait. All right. So we like the last dance. Everyone enjoyed the last dance. Cause quite frankly, this is going to roll right into the last dance chatter, but I'm I don't, to that point. I'll just kind of like slide in and kind of like slip into it like a hot bath, but I'm going in with, I'm going in water side first. So it's probably the hottest side of the argument at this point. Can we just address the LeBron? Like I kind of wanted to wait until like the end of the whole documentary. And look, I hate, I'm going to phrase, I don't hate it. Cause I look, I do it all the time, but I'm not like the fan of like, yo, man, who's your goat? Who's your greatest of all time? man? It doesn't matter, right? Because we'll never actually get an answer out of these types of discussions. But at the same point, what gets me into these discussions is when I see morons making comments that are just completely wrong, things that I don't need to see later on down the road to figure out. And and, and that's one of those things, Chad. Um, you know, so today, and and really I've noticed this like every Monday, it's it's been uh, coincidental after the day after the last dance. Uh, there's been a lot of tweets, you know, from the LeBron disciples, you know, like on their hands and knees, basically saying like, and it's almost pathetic too, like how they do it and say like, I don't care what I saw. LeBron's still the best person ever. I'm like, that's just so weak. Like, how old are you? Twelve, right? I mean, so to that point, I'm gonna pull up a tweet I just saw, and like, there's lots of variations of this, right? Like this one says like. The debate isn't even LeBron versus MJ anymore. It's just 2018 LeBron versus 2013 LeBron. Like, <laughs> it's what? It's pathetic. Hmm. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic. I mean, the funny first, thing is, the, yeah, please. Like, like I, I'll go on a rant, so I'll let you guys take it first, please. It's like so 2018 LeBron. That that would be the year he was scoring like 30 and 40 points a game because they had nobody. Everyone was hurt. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, haven't we seen in almost every single one of these episodes that is going through a playoff series, if not multiple playoff series, that look that uh, MJ is just dropping like thirty or forty points every playoff game anyway? Like thirty's light. <laughs> yeah, like thirty-five's so like, a light night. So I'm confused. So like, what do you mean? So you're saying like you're comparing the one year LeBron scored all those points, but you're not gonna like even consider that MJ did it like pretty much every year during this whole run 
or even before the run, because he's quite honestly, he scored more points for his team before this run started. Yeah. And here's another thing. Scored 35, 40 points, MJ did, right? And how many points did his team score in those games? Like 90? So yeah, scored, 80, 80, 90, or maybe 100 if they like had a really good game. A bucket yeah. was harder. It's almost like inflation now at this point. Like a yeah, bucket was yeah. harder to come so, by it back so, then. So think about it. He scored probably between 30 to 50% of his team's points every night, whereas LeBron's scoring 35 out of what, 120? Now you're now you're you're like twenty. It's still a lot, yeah. But that's like 25, 30% of your team's points. Not like the sample size. It's just totally different. It's not even the same ball game. Well, and you know, and you know what the reasoning? I'm not. There's multiple reasons because the three pointers is is more used in the game now. So you're going to see like the, that be one of the reasons why the scores are higher. But at the same point, you can't even lie in this point anymore. Is the defense is so lazy. For 90% of the basketball game, we see lazy defense from at least 30 teams in the NBA every single season, right? Oh, yeah. Like the Sixers, Sixers included. We, Sixers, the Sixers are the king we, of that, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> quite honestly, we have maybe like a minute of really good defensive basketball every every regular season game for the Sixers. Like, and we're considered a pretty decent. I was about to say that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, like – when they're playing, but you know what's weird? Too? It's the bad teams, oddly enough, play defense. You know what I mean? Because like they they can't they're, score. They're fighting for spots and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Like they gotta try. Yeah. Well, and I'll get on a soapbox here for a second because here's here's what drives me nuts when I see tweets like that, commentary like that. The reality is, right? You're the sad thing, and the problem with these arguments is they're always gonna go stale, and they're always in a weird way. They're always gonna have a life. Of, I guess that's actually a poor way of looking at it. The content will get stale, but the argument will always live. Meaning, right? Like, no one wants to talk about Will Chamberlain right now. Oh, well, that was that was too long ago. That was too long ago. Well, what does that matter? Why does that matter? And that's going to happen. I'm like, I have to swallow here. Like, 30, 40 years from now, because, like, right? Then the same thing's going to happen. There's going to be the people like that are like, our kids are going to be like, well, I didn't, I didn't watch Michael Jordan, but like, I heard my, yeah, my dad said he was really good. And he honestly, like, he saw him when he was really young, right? Like, that's, that's what our kids are going to say. And like, and then the next thing you know, they're going to be like, well, LeBron was old and whoever they follow is going to be the next best guy. Like it always happens. And then the worst part about this is when you spin it back, it comes back to the whole reality of, well, people think the game, like people just think because they watch the game in the most present tense, that doesn't necessarily mean the game was the most, like the the best version and the players and the competition, because right, Chad, you you have a lot of friends that will use the the, the mailman term, which to me, I, I don't, I don't know what that means. How does the so game I, keep going if they're that bad, right? That's that's people that see guys that wear uniforms that don't look like the same uniforms they wear now. It looks like more white guys running around out there, right? That look like they're less athletic. It, it comes out of the short shorts. It comes down to the, the 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 game being in basically no high def and absolutely right. Like all those little, it's basically a lot of those little wrinkles that people notice and they're just like, oh yeah, like it wasn't as good, right? Like, so I was. Sorry, you can keep going. No, no, no. I mean, I guess so. Really, all I just wanted to add as I kind of finished, as I finished that round, that didn't disable the mic there because you know that's why I was having an anger attack the whole you know 10 minutes before the show. But no, it's it kind of hurts me because, right? Like, people that like art, for example, like it doesn't matter when the painting was made, you can you can appreciate how pretty the Mona Lisa was if like you're into art, right? So, to that point with this, people it's almost like politics. Right. They, 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 they dig in and they and they grab on to like one side or one person or harp on that one thing. And right. Like anyone that's like a like there's those people. Right. You knew that before the documentary like started that no matter what happened, 
if we saw Michael Jordan walk on water, they're still going to say LeBron was better. And that's just the reality of these debates. But it's a shame because I, I don't understand how after watching that documentary, you can even think it's a conversation. Yeah. So I, I hope uh, D Murph, or I don't even know what his name is on, on Twitch. Danny Murphy uh, is in our chat right now because he was explaining something to me the other day, which I thought was, was so smart and we don't really think about is like, we know the role players in your own gen or, you know, the role players in your own generation. Right. Right. So uh, kind of what this documentary has been good for us to see and learn is the role players of other teams back then. And that kind of helps, that kind of helps debunk the whole mailman thing because so let's put it this way. If, if, uh, if you go back and watch the 20, crap, 2012, is that when they lost to the Mavs? 2012 finals? 2011. 11, 2011, yeah. 2011 yeah. finals. If you go back and watch that finals with your kids when you're older and they're like, man, dad, how the hell did LeBron James, the best basketball player we've ever seen, lose to a team with J.J. Barea? And you're just like, well, son, that you know, they had Dirk Nowitzki and like JJ Bray was like a pretty good role player, and so was the rest of their team, like the Jet. And like, mm-hmm. there right. was all like, uh, which all these the, Terry, uh, Terry Smith was out there, and I think they had Jason or Jason Kidd Terry, too. Jason Terry. I mean, Jason Terry, I'm an idiot, yeah, well, I can't think. Well, that would be the Jet, but yeah, yeah. so yeah, whoops. Um, so I'm, I'm, not, then, I'm and, not good today, I suck. And they had Jason Kidd, so like, it's like they like he was on that these, team, that's right. Yeah, each, each of these teams have like good role players that we just don't know who they are because we weren't alive in the eighties. Right. Cause you know, like people can like kids that are going to be in college, like 18 years from now, they're going to be like, it wasn't even like the Nets chasing kid. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it will be like, well, yeah, but he's still like, he had his role in the Mavs. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and, then, know. and then furthermore, just another argument that I had to, 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 to debunk today was like stuff like, the teams that uh, that that MJ played against, like yeah, they maybe had like a superstar, but like again, like the rest of their team wasn't that good. So um, I asked simply for like what they're talking about, and they're like, well, you know, besides Patrick Ewing on the Knicks, these guys average like thirteen and fourteen points. Um, I was like, okay, so like, what do you think Horace Grant averaged? What do you think Dennis Rodman averaged? Like, yeah. Like you can't just go off a point to there's, say someone's not a good basketball no, player. There's no merit. Like yeah. there's really no substance, right, Zach? No, they're just grasping for straws. Yeah. Uh, one one other That's jab. So funny. That's exactly <laughs> what I said to him. <laughs> <laughs> so while while we're kicking him while he's down, I got like the I got a haymaker to throw. So let's go. Did you see today that like I Bleach Report? I just saw it before we went on was that apparently LeBron is producing a, a basketball movie with Adam Sandler. Like they just, that just rolled out today, the day after the last dance ended. Like how, how cheesy is that? He's so emotionally soft. Yeah. Like how he cheesy is, is that? I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know if you're watching the show and you think he is, please actually, I like, we need to quiet on the chat today. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. It's like, uh, speaking of Adam Sandler, we need like the happy go. We're like, whoa, let's go. Let's make some noise. Let's go. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, um, Sandler, well, the old Sandler, but, but you know, but yeah. Not, yeah. You yeah. know, oh my God. Bad timing. Yeah. Hack a- old Adam Sandler and, and bad LeBron would be oh, so funny though. <laughs> I, 
and the I said to Chad, I was like, I could totally see myself rooting against LeBron in the next Space Jam, you know? Oh, 100%. But, but all right, like, to backtrack, you know, it's funny. This is what I found really interesting, though. So ESPN did a survey. Now, Grant, so they, mm. they interviewed two categories I was looking at. So Wait, interviewed- hold on. Before you say this, ESPN, sure. the, the, the network that, that just drools over LeBron all day long, every single day, that, that same place, right? They, they're the ones that ran the, uh, the poll? Yeah, it's, I mean, Chad, to that point, I'm not even kidding. When, okay. when we were watching Scott Van Pelt Sports Center, who obviously I love, we all can agree that he's the best and pretty much the only good thing on that network that's not an actual game. But but to that point, um, no, so like he starts talking about it, and that's pretty much the only reason I stayed on it because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, uh, spare me. Spare <laughs> me the LeBron stuff, like really. But no, so here, should we pull it up? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All right, so ESPN did a study. And a survey, I should say, not a study, um, but a survey, right, on, on on these different categories. And there's two there's two graphics, so we'll break out the first one first. Uh, so Jordan versus LeBron, they voted. So like I said, there's two categories. Now, this is the 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 average of all the both categories put together. Both sided with Jordan in every single category. Spoiler alert, if you're already looking at the graphic and reading it. Um, right, so, so Jordan actually won every single category and both the 18 and 34 division and then 35 plus. Now, it's even funnier. He won by double the margin with the younger kids. But that's the funny thing. I mean, so, all right. So right now let's look at it, right? So best offensive player, 65% said player, 59% said MJ. Better passer, 59% said MJ. Uh, preferred teammate, even though that, you know, they were saying in the documentary that he's a tyrant, 63% uh, said MJ. Better clutch performer. Yeah, you knew that wasn't even going to be close. 74% uh, choice to take the last shot, which is essentially the same category. 76% said MJ. More amazing, which I don't even know what that means. But, you know, whatever. We'll take it. 74% is an MJ fan. I love that. And then uh, more likely to win one-on-one. I actually pointed to LeBron. Like, I was doing, like, this thing, like, pointing in real time as it was going. And, like, I obviously thought more of the MJ. And I was like, no, that's going to be LeBron. And it was like, no, it's not. So, and then we'll keep it going. So this is an interesting graphic, but all right. So positive impact off the court, Michael Jordan, 62%, LeBron, 38%, better look, which I, I don't know. I guess that means like the Jordan brand versus like the LeBron uh, brand and stuff. And furthermore, I guess the sneakers, right? 70, 65% uh, MJ, uh, 35% LeBron, better signature sneakers for style and fashion, 79% uh, Jordan, then 21% LeBron, then better signature sneaker for performance, 77% Jordan, 23% LeBron. I hated I hated the LeBrons. They were so damn clunky. I loved actually how they looked. I remember I had the red, white, and blue ones, and then I got the other ones in high school. I, lo- I actually really did like wearing the LeBrons. But still, mm-hmm. nevertheless, you guys ass kicked in that survey, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Can, can I point something out? You know, they, they said that Jordan was, a like you said, a, a tyrant of a teammate. So watching that episode last night, so yeah, like Jordan would do a lot of, if you want to call it trash talking or tough love with you know, to all of his teammates. Um, but he kind of backed it up with his style of play. Like they, like he, you know, and well, what I'm getting at is, do you think Pippen plays through his back injury if that really affected him, all the trash talk and the tough love? Probably not because because he didn't want to let Jordan down. You think right. first steps off to make that shot? Probably not because, again, he didn't want to let Jordan down because he knew – how hard well, it was and how hard he worked. Just, just beyond that, like, uh, like, just so true to that point is we saw when Jordan wasn't there, Scotty like started, you know, having some little, little bit of issues. Mm-hmm. 
you the know, team fell saying, apart. Yeah, exactly. Because like, they basically said, well, we ran off the MJ fumes the year after he left. And then after that, the team just fell apart. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. I mean, that's why he came back. They're like, all right, can you come back and save everything? And then like, it's almost like Christmas was ruined. And then Frosty the Snowman came back and he got the carrot back in his face and like the, the, the buttons on his nose and all or on his chest. And all of a sudden, bam, he's good to go. Yeah. Or I guess, no, he needed the hat. That was the thing in the story. He needed the hat. Back <laughs> all right, right. MJ's the hat on Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, I mean, he's the glue who held them all together. I mean, he's the one who had the, who was a disciplinarian, you know, and he, he led by example and no one wanted to let him down. It came simple to that. But when he was gone, they didn't have a guy who, who could do that. That wasn't Pippen's mentality. That wasn't his his MO to be that type of player. Great player, but that just wasn't him, you know? And, and I think just to scale back on the LeBron thing just for a second, like, look, it's funny. I, I have, a, a, like, in just in my notes, like, because I, want, no, I wanted to point this out, right? He's the best we've seen in the last 20 years. Um, I, I have in my notes, I'm not really trying to like start stuff. I have, he's the best since Kobe Bryant. That's what I believe. <laughs> I, I think Kobe's Kobe better. I think Kobe's it, better, but yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. He's the best yeah. since Kobe Bryant. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, this in a weird way, this documentary made me like, just like Kobe Bryant more actually, you know, no, a hundred percent. No. And then to that point, but I would say like, he's one of the great players. I, I, it annoys me because it's not politics in this sense, right? Just because you think MJ is better doesn't necessarily mean LeBron James is not a good basketball player. Like you can think both, like you can think that LeBron's good. MJ is good, but it's just not a conversation for who's better. Right. And that's where we all stand. Yeah. Is LeBron one of the best? Yes. Well, is he best? No. And here's what pisses me off, right? The amount of like LeBron, like disciples or Kool-Aid drinkers that just, they love and Chad. I, you're going to love this point. I hope well, I think you will, but you know, not to set myself up. How many like statistics do like LeBron James fans like love to harp on like weird ones? Like, Oh, well, did All you know LeBron LeBron James is the best bank shot player to ever hit it inside 30 seconds when you're down by one. It's like, I don't care. I don't care. I'll just watch the damn games and tell me that the other guy's not better. Like, it, like, right. Like it's like, I just kept why I've never seen anything like it. Like he's and it, like I said, it's not, it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. LeBron. It's almost like seeing a really good person. They're like, well, that's Jesus. And it's like, nah, you didn't really turn the water into wine though. That's, that's a big thing. Like, you know, you never, the dead guy over there is still dead. You didn't raise him. Like, right. Like that's like the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It's so confusing to me, man. It's like they're tied. They're tied with playoff uh, game winners. MJ has him in both buzzer beaters and uh, regular season or just career game winners. Um, MJ's got him in MVPs. MJ's got him in finals. MJ's got him in finals MVPs. It's just like all the stats Look, that actually really matter, like LeBron's lesser in. Chad, the, ones that are, the ones, the one, oh, just let me keep going. Like the yeah, ones sorry. where like Le- LeBron's played XYZ. I, I don't know the exact amount of years that LeBron's played more than, than MJ, but he's played more years than MJ. So of course he's going to have more freaking points than the man. Like <laughs> you're playing right. 82, you're playing 82 games a season. Right. Like before playoffs even start. So like, you're, yes, you're going to score more points if you play longer than the guy did before you. And quite honestly, yeah, the guy that was made in the lab that, that never gets hurt and just can keep on going as technology gets better and better and better and better and better and better. Yeah. He's going to play longer. He's going to have a longer career. And sorry, I'm going to keep going one more time. Please. I'm now playing, I'm now playing 2k. And I told you guys this. Um, and I made him my player. 
right? Oh, this is so great. My player, this is my so player great. Has, yeah, dude. It's not, <laughs> I, I, bar- I barely sit through the stories anyway, but like I kind of did a little bit this time because LeBron decided to poke his nose in it now and, and make the storyline uh, with a lot of stuff. You're just like, wow, this came directly from LeBron's mouth. And it makes no point. So my guys, you know, training to get ready to go get drafted and all this stuff. And, and, uh, and a woman walks in um, and, and is talking to me and whoever else I was training with. She's like, you guys tired? And my guy responds like, yeah, like, you know, we just got to work out. I'm tired. He goes, yeah, well, I mean, like, just imagine your first back-to-back in the NBA on the road. I think players like LeBron spend millions of dollars every year getting a private chef uh, and paying for nitro treatments. And I'm just like, like that is literally coming directly from LeBron. There's no reason for that to be put into the 2K, and now it's in 2K. And now I know He's that LeBron so gets... bougie like that. Like, now get I, out of well, town. Well, well, now we know that LeBron gets nitro treatments. Like, <gasps> of, course, yeah. of course, a guy that is getting all this money pumped into his body every single year is going to keep on going every single year. It's the same thing with cosmetics. When you go and get your face redone, you look 20 years younger. Hey! <laughs> Jenny boy! Love it. Say it some more. But he still has good management. He still he does load management. Oh, yeah. yeah. 45 minutes? Exactly. No way. No way. But <laughs> well, you, Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, one of the things, and I think it's, pretty, it's not really like an athletic or a sport or like a basketball-related one, that you said the biggest impact, I guess, like, was it socially or, or best image or whatever? Or, or uh, positive? Oh, like, uh, like the off-the-court like yeah, thing? Yeah, positivity yeah, up, thing yeah, yeah, here it's, it's – let me pull it up again. The, yeah, the fact the that – The positive MJ, impact off the court, 62% to 38%. Yeah, the fact that MJ has that before social media even existed is insane. <laughs> is insane. Like, th- like LeBron has all the outlets at his disposal, and people still think Jordan has more of a positive impact. I love it. I love it. So, I, you know, and Karen, weird- I think this is a good time for you to bring up your your – and you don't have to bring it up full story, but just like, I think it would be the heat story. Well, yeah, that, oh, but just, just to kind of explain. So you, we saw in every, in almost any time that, that, uh, that MJ was getting out of a car or an airplane or anything like that to go somewhere, he had massive amounts of crowds just filing in behind him. Like he was Tiger Woods going up to the 18th green at the masters. He was going to, right. Right. You don't see that with LeBron, and I think the reason why you don't see that with, with LeBron is the reason that you weren't able to even see LeBron when you were on the Temple basketball team and That's they were practicing in your, in, in your own gym. So, like, if, if he's going to push away these people literally on his own, I, I, like, MJ didn't do that. Like, if someone wants to come up to him and say, hi, Michael Jordan, like, what's up? He's going to say, hi, dude, what's up? Oh, yeah. My mom well, interrupted his golf game and, and got his autograph. I mean, and you know he probably had bread on that game now. I'm Looking sure back he on probably that. had 10 grand on that hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, all right, so I'll say that, and I'll, I'll, I'll plug it up. All right, so yeah, so back in the day at Temple, um, and still to this day from what I've heard, right, like, so, so the way it works is we got a new facility back in, I guess it was like 20, 2012, um, and the way, and what the really cool thing was uh, when they did it, thanks to the Resnick family. Um, they built NBA uh, dimensions in the courts. So what happened would be was after that year, pretty much when anyone would play the Sixers on the road, the road team would get their shoot around or like their day of practice or like practice city before, like anything like that, like whatever that, like that one last like dress rehearsal kind of moment was for them, uh, depending on how like the schedule and the traveling and stuff for the opposing team, right? They would come to temple and they would work out at that, at our facility. 
and I'll never forget. So, and right. So we had the Cavs came up. Uh, this is like when Kyrie was on the Cavs, right? And like, you know, and especially for us, right? Like kids weren't allowed, like, you know, to come in, but like as someone was on the practice squad and stuff, right? Like I was able to go in and go to my locker, go watch them. And like, right. A lot of these guys, and you, you even saw this, I think with the, the respect and the fraternity and stuff. And like, you know, you saw in the documentary a little bit um, that, you know, basically, you know, there's a lot of respect, right? They, they just knew that we wanted to watch them play basketball, right? Like, so Steve Nash, I remember when we watched. Yeah, you're, the not, you're, not call, you're not calling up the Sixers and like, hey, man, like uh, all the stuff you watched on tape, that's exactly what they're doing in practice. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just mostly shoot arounds and like, yeah, like just tighten up the screws. And like, right, so we saw the Lakers come and Steve Nash and Dwight Howard were there for a shoot around. They all, you know, they, they stopped. Pal Gasol, they all talked and shot around with us, took pictures, like. The nicest guys, like I said, uh, Cleveland, I remember, you know, they were there pre before LeBron came back to them. So LeBron was on the heat at this point. Okay. So the heat come, right? So big deal, da-da-da-da. Like, I remember spreads like wildfire through, like, a group chat that, like, the heat are going to be practicing our facility. And I remember, you know, of course, I'm like, I skip my first class because I'm just like, I have to see this. Like, you know. So mm-hmm. I fly up there, and I remember going up to the facility, like, going up. And I opened the door and one of our, like, our grad assistants at the time was there. And he was like, ah, like I, I you can't like go any further. And I'm like, no, 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 I just need to go to like my locker and like get my socks. I remember that was literally my <laughs> excuse. I need to go get socks out of my locker. And he was like, nah, I, I, I know. I like, we, I can't let you do it. And I'm just like, well, why not? Like, come on. Like, and he, and he explained this. So from what I heard and to this degree, Basically, it wasn't that because, right, like I said, we could see the other teams practice. It wasn't that the Heat wouldn't let us practice, like watch them shoot around or whatever. Because I want to see Wade Bosch and him go. And, and the funny thing is, I could see them through the glass too, like from the tinted glass, but I could see like their outlines and like who was who. And I'm just thinking, like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, and so anyway, it was that LeBron James's personal bodyguards, like part of his protection policy or plan or whatever, is no one except our head coach was allowed in the facility at the time. And even he wasn't allowed to like be actually in the gym while they practice. He could only be like in his office or like on the outside of the court. He couldn't like step onto the court, basically, from what I heard. And it's just like I remember just being like, "Come on, man!" Like, like I get because like mind you, right? That facility's locked, right? Like it's not like kids can just go into it. So it's like if you want to see like if 15, 20 kids plus the girls team had access, obviously because it was their facility as well. So like. A grand total of 35 college student athletes want to watch you guys just practice. And they're just going to sit there. And they're like people that want to be like you someday, watching you do your crap. And yeah, and, and, and to this day, I still see like the Warriors take pictures. And like Steph Curry, I remember taking pictures. And you're right, Chad, to, to get to your point too on that. Yeah, there was no, like, there was no, like, it, like following or flocking or there was no, yeah, right. It wasn't one of those things where like he couldn't even stop it. And there's like three, like, because right, I, like Jordan had his bodyguards. Like, well, and, like and, and that just, it, it literally doesn't show me anything besides that he doesn't want to take the time out of his day to acknowledge other people. Yeah. He just, it is not, you cannot cannot tell me that he is worried that someone's going to shoot him or get to him or take him out or any of that stuff. Cause dude, they all have bodyguards. Like it's the NBA. Right. They're in the NBA. So like quite honestly, it's literally just him and his ego that he doesn't want to have anyone else disrupt his day and whatever he has planned hour by hour, minute and the by thing, minute. And the thing is, and I'm not trying to like make this about me, but the one and the thing I would kind of add to that is right, like I get it to a degree, right? Every, there is not a second in the day for 24 hours, every single day of that man's life for the rest of his life, where there's not someone that if he they could ask him for an autograph or a picture or something, they would ask him for it. But at the same point, 
you're coming into our facility, right? We're like basketball players that want to like go to the pros. Like that's why there was like a mutual, like I said, the guys would shoot around with us, talk with us, like hang out with us. Like there was like a fraternity in my head. I'm like, you don't want to be a part of the fraternity, man. You want to do your own thing. And that's, I feel like he's always been his whole life. And he only wants to do things in front of the camera. And like, I, I think it's funny because, you know, MJ said, I guess, before this documentary aired that he was afraid that everyone was going to hate him after this. I'm like, I love you because at least you were you. <laughs> you were like, right, like he cried when he was basically talking about how much, like, you know, how not a bad of a teammate he was, but how much he pushed his teammates and uh, how much of like of friendships he probably lost. But at the same point, he wanted to win for all of them. And you could tell he really wanted that. Yeah. And look what happened. It's... It's amazing. I'm looking at. It. We've gone 50 minutes just talking. Like this is. It was so good though. Chat's still quiet though. Anyone got something? Come on. Um, no, but all right. To that point, should we, I think right. I think the chat's quiet because the majority of the chat, or at least our chat, is big LeBron supporters. Well, I want <laughs> uh, no seriously. Like that. Let's have a dialogue rebuttal. then. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I don't like it. Like you're so right, Chad. You're so right, Zach, and, and I'm right too. Like we're all right today. It's just right Unfor- Mondays, right? Unfortunately, we're all not LeBron fans, so none of us can really bash. Is that really unfortunate? It's not unfortunate, but you know, what I mean, come on, we're seeing the light. Maybe for the chat's sake. All right, but <laughs> you know, let me ask you. So we'll, let's look at the documentary though, for real quick. So from a scale to one. To ten, what would you rate it overall? Can I be ten corny being great, say, obviously. That'd be corny to say eleven. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm docking it. I'm docking it one point for them not uh not putting in the Scotty Pippen trash talk after they kind of like ruined his his legacy. Not ruined, but like like they they kind of showcased everything that that went wrong with Scotty Pippen. Uh, throughout that whole thing and then they didn't even give him his best moment his best shit talk was was in that last finals against the uh the jazz when he said the mailman doesn't deliver on sundays and he stepped up and missed two free throws <laughs> so it's so good like oh, that's great. that is that was an all-time line that we missed out on and like i think a lot of people learned like we learned a lot of stuff throughout this documentary and we were pretty knowledgeable for people that didn't see MJ on MJ going into it. Right. So I think that's one of those things where if you're going to include stuff to like bring every, like all the knowledge you can for like the younger viewers, that's one of the really cool things because we saw all the trash talking throughout the entire show. And then you're going to leave out the biggest one from someone that's not MJ. Like, I don't know. Like I thought that was a really good line and, and, and it just, it, it, the way it happened, it was two free throws. They were down one. Scotty kind of just went up to him and was like, yo, man, mailman doesn't deliver Sundays. He then misses two free throws. MJ hits the game winner. Like, so isn't like, that unbelievable? Yeah. And Easy. It's – you're right. I, well, it's funny. I was going to dock at some points. I always like when they do the thing at the end. Like, I was kind of wondering, like, like, everyone wants to know what happened to Jerry Krause. Like, they didn't even mention he died in 2017. Like, they didn't, like, right? Like, it's like, yeah. cause you know, like, you know that he probably did. Like, cause you're like, all right, well, he didn't get interviewed. Like, they're talking about him in the past. Like, and I know everyone owns a phone. It takes two seconds, but it's like, as the viewer, I like there's like nine or 10 slides after the thing is ended. It's in mm-hmm. black and it's like, right? Like, Michael Jordan. Like, I didn't like it was like one slide. It was like Dennis Rodman was cut. Steve Kerr was traded. I'm like, where? I didn't, like, I, like, I, it was like, it was right after I realized I was like, oh, it was the Spurs because he won the championship the next year. Like, duh. But like, I just, you know, but like, right? Like, yeah. I, like people don't know that. Like, like, that just, I don't know why. Like, I'm not trying to get like, I, emotional here. I think, I think they did that in like a nice way to the, to the Bulls because like, 
Quite honestly, those slides would have been like, and the Bulls sucked until they got D-Rips. That's what, that's what yeah. I wanted to hear. I wanted to basically be like, the Bulls went like, da-da-da-da-da next year. I wonder if they tried to and they shot that down. I think I think they just kept it pretty tight to the last dance, strictly the right. last dance, like just up until 98, and they stopped, you know? Because, um, like, I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, they, don't, if they didn't mention that MJ went to the Wizards. I'm like, well, it wasn't an MJ documentary, technically. Yeah, that's a good point. Last Dance Chicago Bulls documentary, you know? like Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's almost like we get lost in, obviously, all the stuff leading up until that point. But you're right. No, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. No, all right, so there's a couple things I was thinking about, though, during this documentary. Because I, I got more. We could talk about this for hours, I feel like. But I actually had like so many notes and this ended up being, it was like, as I was preparing for the show, this was like towards the bottom. And I was like, Oh my God, I completely forgot about this. Let's talk game six for a second. Or sorry. Game five was game five was the flu game. Oh yeah. Oh, oh the, the fact yeah, that it five. wasn't the flu. Yeah, right. Five, it was, yeah. yeah, it was actually just like food, po- like legit food poisoning. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You guys will like this and Chad, especially he was an Eagles fan. I, like, I really do. I know, like, look, I know, like, uh, like I'm somewhere in the middle of this weird sports fan world as a Packers fan, but I'm still from Philadelphia, Flyers and Sixers fan with you. But, like, you know, I, I get it. Right? I'm not an Eagles fan, but I, like, I at least, I, you know, I get it. So, like, and I really do actually defend you guys when I go out and people, like, if I'm traveling for work and people say, like, oh, you're from Philadelphia, like, you get throwing snowballs, man. And I'm just like, all right, like, you got to understand that guy was, like, a hammered Santa Claus. Like, the team was not having a good season. Like, none of it, it – You like, obviously, right, they make it sound like the that you guys went to a Salvation Army after the Eagles lost and just hammered the guy with snowballs. Like, right – and that's obviously not what happened at all. And I think to myself, everyone, everyone, any station on TV, the radio, podcasting, anything you hear about Philadelphia, like, <laughs> I mean, let's just hope there's no snow on the ground because, right, Santa better look out. Like, ha, 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 ha. Like right, I haven't heard that before. Um, oh, right, but, the, the the Vikings the Vikings article before they came down here for the NFC Championship game. Exa- about, exactly. Yeah. And then I think to myself, they poisoned they, someone. Yeah, they tried. They tried. They to poisoned the best, somebody. They tried to take out the best player in the world. They was killed him. <laughs> like seriously, think about that. Like, and, and just even the scene, the five pizza people. Like, here's your pizza. Right. Like, yeah. you know, oh, it's like oh. creepy. Like. But I want to go. So I have I have two directions I want to go with this. I want to please be fair. take it. I want to be fair to just everyone, right? Sure. So number number one, that wasn't just reported. Like he, yeah. like I don't remember who was saying it, but one of his teammates was like, "Yeah, I had a weird feeling when we got that pizza and five guys showed up and kind of like just yeah, this is trainer, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. Um, so like they so they had a bad feeling and then MJ wakes up at 3 a.m. puking and can't like feel his legs and all that. like so like you know something's going on there right so number one why is that reported but number two do we think that it wasn't reported because do we think MJ may have thought that there was something else going like the gambling thing was his bad except with with him mm. like do you think he and his head thought like someone's coming after me so i'm not going to report this because then i'll just bring back my no, because those stuff. fans had a reputation for being rowdy and like kind of win at all costs and da 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 like he probably wanted to put the spotlight off of it off of that off of like him and, and making a bad image for the jazz and wanted it more to be about his team winning it maybe i, 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 yeah, I think the guy was just like so locked in like damn you for trying well, to like, do this I, i'm gonna kill you now like right lebron would be you're thinking more from the lens of lebron like Hey, yo, Josina Anderson, can you tweet this out? Like, right, like, you know, that's like, right, like, that's exactly how it would go. Yeah, I want. Yeah. Hey, Brian Windhorse, Brian Windhorse, come on, tweet it out, Brian Windhorse. And he'd be like, well, LeBron James, when, I sound like a beach ball, but LeBron James is really sick tonight. Like, you know. 
the funny thing is, 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 is Windhorse wouldn't even need the text from LeBron. He'd be up in the window just like watching LeBron go to sleep every night. Oh yeah, like like just like. <laughs> ah! <laughs> but like, if you're like, I got a, I got a bone to pick with MJ here. It's the mm-hmm. day before. Was it? Night before Game Five, right? Uh, ordering ten thirty. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not going to say it's any one of these chains, but like, what pizza places are open at ten thirty at night? Probably like some near college because they know that drunk, you know, college kids are hungry. But they don't really drink out there. Ninety percent of the oh, was it eighty percent right. or ninety percent? Yeah. Oh, trust me, I've been to Salt Lake City. That's true. I, damn like, it, man, not, that's what I forgot to load up. I was going to say I went to the I went to that arena. That's really why I went to that arena when I was I had a layover in Salt Lake for a few hours, so I like Ubered out to the Jazz Arena, like see the Malone and Stockton statues and like see yeah. what that arena, like just from the outside cool. was, you know? Yeah. Um, there's no bars there. Yeah. But like, like what, there's very little bars there. Yeah. Like what, what, um, what Italian influence is in Utah? It's all like city. So you, that pizza is not going to be good. Like, why are you getting pizza? Yeah, you're right. There's there's no, else. You guys can talk about that. There's no Capicola <laughs> Zach, in Salt Lake city. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, he, he, he ordered, he ordered from, uh, from college pizza, uh, dead sober. And that's why. why yeah, he that's got the <laughs> yeah. That's rough. And, yeah, yeah. There's no, you know, no alcohol for him to get, you know, the grease to absorb there. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, and then, and then you, you top that, you're right? You top that off, and it's like, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Like, what's appealing about Italian cuisine out in Utah? Nothing. Trust me. It's like, it's just kind of like bison. Like, got any buffalo to eat out there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and as that, a like, trainer, maybe be like, oh, how about like a salad at ten thirty at night before a game? Maybe a salad. Well, you know, like, you know, at that know. point, they probably, they probably would have poisoned anything he'd ordered, but you're right. Like maybe like, cause my hunch is it's just like, it's were they just, were they just banking on that being MJ? Well, that's what I'm saying. Couldn't that have been been any other bulls player? What if they're poisoning? Oh, I know. I know what it could have been. It could have been like, they knew what rooms they were all staying in. Yeah. So then they saw where the order was, and they're like, like oh, the hotel crazy. like tipped them off, like, oh, MJ's staying in room fifty three. Maybe like <laughs> before, like those guys were. That's what I'm saying. Like those fans were crazy, Probably. and they still are. I mean, you see, like Russell Westbrook got into it with them. Like fans get into it. And I'm not even saying that in an anti Utah way. Like I actually think it's like I, I you know, it's funny. Uh, it's why this is a Rockies Cup, but I even had like the the mountains kind of going with it. Kind of kind of has the you know the flow to it. But there you go. <laughs> And that's, that's that's pretty much all they have besides BYU, right? Or in like and, and Utah, yeah. yeah, Utah is out there. They're both in, in Salt well, yeah. Lake. Um, but like from professional sports, I mean, they it's just a jazz, right? So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I was just trying <laughs> to be a minor league like, baseball team, maybe, but like you know, yeah. it's a very beautiful place, by the way. It's, that's why I hear, yeah, yeah. It's really cool, actually. It's a really cool like that scene. Um, you remember, I think it's like the third or fourth episode when they like play them in the regular season to like end one of the episodes and like you just see them like driving into the mountains kind of a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it looks like when you get out of the airport and you get to like Uber into the city. That's the highway you take into the city and it's just literally like the most beautiful. You're just like, oh, that's cool. And on the other side of those mountains is all the, is the Salt Lake. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Nice. So, all right. Wow. Not that you guys need. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yes, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm just going to be a tour guide. All right, but um i'm looking is there anything else uh that i missed on this dennis um, robin yeah you know to that point it's funny I was just i was looking at that 
I'm kind of over, like, I'm not trying to, like, just take the reins on this one, but, like, I'm a little over, like, the tweets that say, like, I could watch 10 hours of Dennis Rodman. I'm like, well, first of all, why don't you go start with the, the actual documentary that's out on him? Yeah. Watch yeah. that, because you probably don't know that exists. And then yeah. second of all, like, were you even paying attention to what was really important then? Like, Right. Exactly. No, I agree. Well, I just think it was funny how, like, his team understood him and what he needed to do and, like, Phil Jackson, like, and they just kind of let him go for – how yeah. much long he needed and he always came back for the game i guess but so the, thank you for saying that because that's going to go exactly hand in hand with them about to say is what made me upset about dennis Rodman stuff was all the sixers fans huh. then then coming out and being like well dennis Rodman went to uh went to a wwe match and, and fought the night before a finals game and we got on we got on a bead for for going to a casino <laughs> and i'm like okay number one like yeah Rodman came back and won a finals the next day. So how like, many finals yeah. games has Embiid been, Chad? <laughs> yeah. So number two, zero. Embiid didn't play that freaking well the the day after he went to the casino. So yeah, I'm gonna have some problems with him being at a casino till two a.m. when you don't play well the next day. So it, come out and score forty points. I have no problem. But like, if you're not gonna play the way you usually play, then we got issues. <laughs> so then that's it. That's my two points. It's like you like. Either, right, either. Number three, number three. Uh, how many finals has Dennis Rodman win? He, uh, he had two with the Pistons and he won with the Bulls. And uh, oh, by the way, the Sixers haven't even been to the Easter Conference Finals. So whoops, <laughs> whoops. So like, you earn your stripes. And the Sixers are the like. That's the thing. I like. I'm sorry, not to make it about them, but that was the one thing I kept taking away when I watched that. Like the Simmons, the Embiid, like all that. They don't have it. And I, I know, like, and that's the funny thing. That's why they hate Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley basically said, "You don't have it." You don't have it. Like, you're, you don't even have, like, what we have. Why is someone from Texas calling me? I don't know. That's kind of annoying. But they anyway. wouldn't be on the show. They're calling in. Yeah, right? I'm trying Probably to I'm enough, trying. Go ahead. Think, I kind of think we're, like, like the Cavs documentary. Does that make sense? Like, they played the Cavs. Oh, and we're, and yeah. We're all, we're all like, holy crap, that team is pretty good. Mm-hmm. MJ just kind of, like, just like diffuses the situation and, and ends them pretty quickly. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, okay, well, they're not that good. That's a good comparison. And, and that was on their home floor, too. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to protect that. Yeah, we'd be like, ah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, right, we would make that stupid assignment, be like, oh, well, the one guy can, like, Harper can guard him pretty well, so let's put the other guy on him. <laughs> no, it, you're right. And like, that's the thing. It really is, it, it, it puts in perspective also, I think, how hard it is to win a championship, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like so. That was another argument for for against MJ was like, well, the next year without him, they they won fifty two games, but like they came nine games short of where MJ was taking them the three years before he left and the three years after he came back, right? Like, oh they, yeah. They lost. They lost game seven of the Eastern semis, so that means they would have had to have win nine more games to win a championship, which they didn't do. So, like, yeah, they came nine playoff wins. Playoff, not wins, nine playoff wins away from, from what Jordan was doing for them. So, like, yeah, winning a championship takes a ton. It means something, yeah. Um, well, so, all right, speaking of, you know, a ton, right? Uh, you know, I saw Bartolo Colon announce, I guess, that he is trying to play baseball for another year. God bless him. Yeah. Speaking of a ton, I love it. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Um, right. God bless him. So, uh, I love it. No, I really do love it. I'm a bit, I actually hate myself for not rolling any, uh, Bartolo highlights in, but you know, all right, it, to that point, got me thinking, right? Like, I feel like there's these guys and it's, but I'll use Vince Carter 
is like the obvious choice right now. Like there's these guys who are like, I feel like they're just going to play until they're a hundred, right? Joe Paterno and, and Bobby Dowden coaching college football and, and obviously, right. Like all those like different, like there's those guys that were like there forever. And you're just like, they're not going anywhere. Like they will die like doing their thing. Um, and of course, Vince Carter, of course, retiring after this year. So that's why, you know, kind of blew up the segment if I used him, but to that point. So I feel like there's these timeless guys, right? Like guys, you just feel like you've been watching since the minute you remember flipping on a TV, watching sports and you feel like they're still just, they're just going to always play. Like there's always going to play. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mine is, uh, mine's Frank Gore. Um, I remember when I first started to watch college football, maybe when I was eight, nine years old, he was on my Miami hurricanes tearing it up. And I remember watching him being like, Oh my God, that's when the Dolphins or the hurricanes are were really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Frank Gore, obviously he's now on the jets. Um, he's, he's 37. He actually turned 37 last Thursday. So happy birthday to, to Frank Gore. He was in the same <laughs> uh, draft with Rogers, I think. Right. So this he's played 15 seasons. So this will be his 16th. So he was drafted uh, 2004. I think he was 05. 05. Yeah. 05. He was 05. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're right. 05. Yep. That was, a um, that was a horrible game. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> sorry, I have a Packers highlight running. That was when we decided to lose the bad Colts at home. Oh God. Um, sorry. I said, no, he, he's, he's third all time, third all time in rushing yards. Um, and he's and got in the, the big thing for me with him, he's averaged over a thousand yards every season. I mean, yeah, he's had some outliers here or there, but you take it all together. He's averaged over a thousand yards throughout his career each season. He's only missed 14 games in, 15, in a 15 season career, you know, to date. As a for a running back, you're you're missing roughly just say one game a year. That's pretty good. Oh, he's tough as nails. Yeah, and and he he produced. I mean, he had what like 600 yards, I think, last year for the for the Bills, and they were mainly u- utilizing Singletary in that offense. Um, and they were, and that's a team that threw the ball a lot. Well, not a Bills, you know. I'm gonna dive into the Bills offense, but. Um, long story short, Lorenzo Neal and Tony Richardson are the only other two running backs or fullbacks to ever play 16 seasons in the league. So after this year, if Frank Gore plays another one, he'll have to hold the record for the longest tenured running back in NFL history. It's remarkable. By the way, shout out to Dev104. How are we doing, by the way? Cheers on a Monday. We're, so we're talking a little bit about, about timeless players. So we started with Frank Gore. Um, and, and I'll tell you, so, so you're right. It's funny because it's uh, – it, it, right, Frank Gore. It's like someone this, you grow up with. Like I've been watching since I was like eight years old. I'm I feel like part of the club eight, for this. Yeah, yeah. I was basically part of the. First of all, isn't his kid like a couple years away from possibly being in the league and like yeah. they could play together? Yeah, that was a story too. They said they're like, yeah, the possibility of Frank Gore and his son playing isn't too far off. Right, and like it's funny. I think part of this club, it's almost like the Ryan Fitzpatrick club. You're almost like, well, like I, I can't. If you said name all the teams Frank Gore has been on at this point, I'd be like. Uh, like honestly, I forgot about the Colts until I looked at his highlights. I was like, "Oh, that's right, that was the team after the 49ers. I knew it was like the Dolphins." And then, like, did, you remember, like, did you remember he spent about a second on the Eagles? Oh, a cup of coffee. That was a quick. Yeah, cup. That was right. yeah. that was literally just like a. <laughs> oh, no, no, no! Like, <laughs> that's how yeah, quick that was. I, I remember he quoted. He was saying that he wants to set to break the all-time rushing record, which I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, he needs three thousand yards to pass Emmett Smith. Is that attainable? I mean, probably not because he's probably going to be the bell cow of any team unless like Le'Veon Bell were to get hurt this season, which I mean, he's Le'Veon Bell's not the most, you know. How many yards is he putting up a year right now? So last year was 600. I'm not sure about the year before. Um, the funny thing is, is, like he's only had 
out of the 15 seasons, he's had five, like six or 7,000 yards. And the rest have all been like, you know, he had one year, I think, where he had a, a really bad injury, played like eight games, but not sure what he's doing now. But with, with Le'Veon Bell, the like two-headed monster kind of deal, he might put up four or 500 this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for him. We got three thousand. Yeah, he, yeah he's like another tricky. six seasons, and, and no, have to break. Yeah, he's no not team. playing the Packers every game where he can just kill us all the time, right? Remember that? No. All the all the times he's oh, he's killed us a lot. Yeah, Ooh. but he's a guy like when I when you think of you know, guys who <laughs> who hasn't he killed right? Yeah, um, definitely comes to mind because I've seen him play since I've been you know like I said eight years old. So yeah, <laughs> but Chad, what about you? Um, so mine is actually uh tiger um and even though golf is a sport where people are going to be playing uh older than than most sports anyway um just think about his career so far um he had the whole incident with um well actually even before the wife he had he had back injuries where he had to completely revamp his swing um came back fine uh won some more then he had his wife the whole wife situation that happened, came back fine. Then he had the DUIs, came back fine. Then his back and his knees, his knees, right? It's back and knees. Yeah, I think neck too, maybe. He reminded yeah. me of that steroids commercial with the athlete, the, the Greek god thing, like falling apart. Like, I mean, he had a whole gosh darn transfusion of his whole body. So, like, and he came back. And, like, the guy keeps on coming back. He won the Masters last year. So, like, I just think no matter what happens to that dude, no matter if he has to take a year, a year and a half off and just rest his body to be able to play more years, like he's just going to keep doing it. So I, I, I don't know when the time is where we're not going to see Tiger Woods ever play his last tournament yeah, until he like, has to go until he has to go to the senior tour. Yeah, it's like uh, a good old song by uh, Chubbawamba. You get knocked down, you get back up again, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever going to bring me down? Oh yeah, I saw the Packers post. You know, I oh, yeah. oh, love it. It's a cheery one. And well, I it's think, a great one, Chad. I think I think Tiger's a, a very, very, very good example of how uh, if you are good enough of an overall person in what you do, both in your sport and out of your sport. And I'm not just talking like it's hard to to to, to say this because like. I don't personally think LeBron has this type of personality, right? But LeBron also wouldn't wouldn't cheat on his wife. It's just like everything that Tiger. How Woods do you know does, that? You don't know that. <laughs> I, I, well, he hasn't. He's never been caught doing it. So, like, I'm gonna just give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, sure, yeah, all right. Anyway, this just got deep. anyway, <laughs> anyway. I just like that is an example of somebody that like all the stuff he did before. Let, I can get myself over the fact that he cheated on his wife and he did all those terrible things and he got DUIs and whatnot. And, and I'm able to forgive him because number one, how great of an athlete he is. And number two, just he's such a great overall person and he's always been a great overall person. So it's a lot easier to like those guys, no matter what they do on or off the court or on or off the golf course, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's another one like he, who our whole lives he's been on our, on our television, you know? Right, like, he, like, like he's not going to get pushed out of the sport. Like he's yeah. already, he's already been pushed out of all of his deals, and he got those back. So, like, yeah. he's, he's going to be around forever. Yeah, he keeps coming back. 
Well, you know, it's funny. And that's kind of, I'm going to keep that, that like vibe going, the like just feeling of like, I just feel like since I've watched sports, like they just been in, like been on a team, like they just been on a team, right? Or, or like, I don't know how to like say that twice, just to, like, you know, get my point across. But I'm going, I'm going complete like knuckleball here at you guys. No pun intended with what I'm about to say at baseball. I'm going Terry Francona. Ooh. I know like that's kind of like a bizarre pick. But like he's always been managing a ball club. Like if like he was the manager of the Phillies when I was a little kid, like still learning what baseball was. And like now he's still with the Indians and like he was with the Red Sox, obviously in between. First of all, he looks exactly he the managed, same. He managed uh he managed Jordan. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, actually right. I was saying, why is Terry Frank on my mind? That's right. You're right. He was uh, with the Birmingham Barons, he was the double A manager for him. <laughs> um I, it, it's so funny. I didn't even think about that. Uh and you're right. It's it's one of those things where, like, you think about it. He's he's been around, like I said, just all the time, and that's the craziest thing. You think about, like, I thought he was probably a young guy when he was with the Phillies, which obviously he probably was back in the '90s. But like at the same point, you're right. Like Chad, he was with the Barons before that. It's so I just feel like he's just always going to have like nine thousand things, like just saying here, just chewing along, and then just you know, and like it's just always going to be Terry. Just you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been pretty successful, so I mean, yeah, like he'll, he'll definitely be around. Yeah, definitely. So with you, with <laughs> with you uh, acting like you had a big chaw in your mouth, did we just did we discuss that one article? I don't know if I had that as my clickbait uh, a couple weeks back about baseball having to change their ways. I heard about this a little bit. Keep going. So <laughs> it was basically just saying that, like, if we want to have baseball in America this year, like, we're going to have to get dipped out of the uh out of the game because you know that spitting is not good with the cdc guidelines of social distancing right sure makes sense but the funny thing was since baseball has not wanted to say tobacco or dip or any of those key words for the past 10 20 years they didn't say them in the article so they're just like yeah baseball's got to get rid of spitting <laughs> like, I did read that, and I was like, that's, "What? Like, like, that's not what it is. Like, just, just, just. If you're gonna say we need to get rid of it, just call it what we need to get rid of the tobacco for this year. Well, don't they have bans already in place? Like, they're not supposed to be doing it. Like, it's oh, like kind of one of those ban, things. Where... The ban, the ban is just they can't do it on TV, or else they get fined. Oh, is that what it is? Like the the players just <laughs> they just take the fine if they're caught on the actual TV <laughs> with it in. Um, so like it, there, it's like it's. It's still allowed to be like in the field of play and all that stuff. Like, they're just not it's like pirating it music. It's like it's an offense, but like not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, it's, it's. I don't like it, you're right. Well, it's funny. Didn't he switch over to from like season gum like a couple of years ago, or like probably ten years ago now at this point, Francona? I mean, he might even he might even be chewing like red man with the gum wrapped around it yeah you know it's funny. whenever i see like go to the gas station i just see like there's like big packs of like chew and like you're right like i don't even know like what are they yeah what are they like there's like red i always man. see like, okay is there like another one i always see like one big one i'm just thinking like that's totally what like terry francona probably uses where it's just like leaves he just shoves it in his mouth like I mean, yeah i mean that's what that's what red man is so in uh in high school we, we used to make this stuff called magic mix which was the Red Man, uh, Magic honey. Mix. It was the Red Man, honey, and I believe raisins mixed together, and then you chew double bubble, um, and you like you chew some double bubble, and then you like grab 
like a pinch of all that mix and then wrap your double bubble around the mix and you put it in, uh, it was delicious. Wow. You lost me halfway through that. So it's the red man, the stuff that you saw of like the big, the right. big, yeah, it's that mixed with honey. And I don't know how the raisins were mixed in there, but raisins are mixed in there. And then big man did this or like you guys did this. No, no, we made it. We called it, we like, we made it on our own. Okay. We called it called it magic mix um and then you choose some double bubble and then you take a pinch out of all the stuff that's mixed and you wrap your double bubble double bubble around it so it stays consistent um, oh and, and then you, would you would you spit with it yeah so like i mean you can either put it in like a regular lip and just have it kind of just sitting in the back or you can just be chewing it because that's why you have the double bubble um and you spit i mean it's more just chewing and spitting it's it's more spit than you have with like the the Copenhagen wintergreen that I that I pack at your house every every Eagles game anyway, but <laughs> you know it's the, it's the same concept. It's in your mouth and you spit it out when you have to spit. <laughs> this kid, I, I, I'm like learning. I'm like what out like what like like what is this like? Uh, well, no, it's but yeah, it's not exactly Mike's secret sauce or whatever in Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's secret stuff. Oh my God. Um, all right. Well, I'll tell you, it's fine. I know we were kind of wrapping up here um, on the show. Should we save the teams thing? Let's save that segment. That's a fun one. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. And, yeah, then, I'll say, right. and this is good. Well, and we'll two up. So honestly, so uh, I, I, it was somewhere between honestly and obviously, but I was trying to get out. I would, that, actually, I love this because that means we're going to do it tomorrow with Jeff. And I yeah, love, I was about to say, I, we'll have I, a lot of football, fun, like a lot of fun yeah. football stuff. So NFL announced that, you know, most facilities will be able to open for teams, like along with their state regulations and all that stuff. So hopefully football will be coming back sooner rather than later. And yeah, it'll be great. So so uh, 24-7 uh, sports report for the Eagles. Jeff Kerr will be joining us tomorrow. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, so we all worked together back in the day covering some sports. And, and Jeff's wrote, uh, written some great stuff um for 24 7 recently well just all together and he started a podcast too um he's doing some really well, awesome things he's still with 24 7 i thought he switched over to cbs i think are they part of the same affiliation they could be i just i'll have to ask him no you're right it could be you know that's either that's, way that's, he, he either way he wrote for both and they're both you know pretty pretty darn good so. oh yeah and, and you i mean chad as an eagles fan you love his coverage yeah yeah i mean like it's when when you're when you have to contend with with Julio and, and and Elliot Short Parks, like just seeing some stuff that actually makes sense is a is a breath of fresh air. I love his Twitter too. Yeah, he keeps it real on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean he's 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 good. And then and it's it's someone that we worked with, and and I and I even knew him from him covering you know my games in high school. So it's, yeah, it's really been really been awesome to just kind of like move down the line with with him as the years have gone on. Yeah, definitely. So it should be a lot of fun. And and then Zach, you got anything you want to take us out with? Yeah, just uh, <laughs> t- t- tune in, uh, tune in tomorrow, seven o'clock. I can't. Hey, it's all right. No, it's all right. Right now, <laughs> yeah, a couple couple articles out there on the website too that you got to check out. We did one on sports cards uh, and sports collectors. If anyone even still does it, and just what it, the role played in our lives growing up. Um, yeah. And then we did another one on John Daly's '91 PGA Championship, which. Last weekend would have been the PGA Championship. Karen, as you know, you were supposed to be there. So. Yeah, I know that sucked. Yeah, I'm supposed to be flying home right now. Okay. <laughs> oh well. I'm I'm starting a new trend of sports memorabilia just by collecting all these 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 jerseys from China. 
There I you love go. it. <laughs> and, and if, and if you, speaking of collecting, we're trying to collect some followers and some subscribers. So if you want to give us some love, you can follow us if you're watching us on Twitch. And if you're following us on Get Sidetracked, you can check us out and kind of move over to the Twitch channel. But you can follow us by clicking on that heart. And you can also, to the right of that, click on subscribe. And if you have Prime, it's free. Uh, if you get yeah, the one, I guess it's like one a month or something like that. But yeah. And you can subscribe that way, or you can purchase it for $4.99 a month. And on top of that, make sure you follow us on Instagram uh, and Twitter, and even Reddit, guys. Made a little Reddit channel for us. So we'll get that up there and updated on our social media stuff. But uh, same handle as the other two, at underscore get sidetracked, Twitch TV. You can check us out if you're not if you're watching us on the website. You can check us out on Twitch um, with some cool stuff on there at you know get underscore sidetracked. And also visit the website, www.get-sidetracked. Dot com. So, and check us out on Spotify and iTunes as always. So, and I've been, I got to update those a little bit, you know, we get those, you know, get those episodes going a little bit. I've been actually mixing up the Spotify iTunes ones just to, to give our video a little, little love, you know, try to get yeah. everyone a little Twitch action, but, but yeah, so we got, well, have Jeff on tomorrow. It'll be a, a great show and yeah, we hope everyone has a great rest of your night and we'll see you back in the living room right here at seven o'clock tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers.